everybody. This is Paul with the Discovery of Podcast. Tonight we're going to be talking about the realization of this. Uh, most people go through their life and never are aware of the fact that it exists. That's internal thought. Um, Jody, what is the definition of realization? All right, Paul. Um, yeah, definitions are great. Uh, realization this is a, a good word for me, and it says it's the act of becoming fully aware of something as a fact. The act of becoming fully aware of something that is a fact. You know, most people go through their whole life and never really realize that this internal thoughts exist. How does it, Jody, uh, when you first came into uh, realizing the realization of it. What was apply that to yourself uh, in the beginning, and what was the difference after you became aware of it? Um, coming to the realization of it, uh, we like to say, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So uh, when Paul started talking to me about these new concepts and how our internal thought applies and things like that, that was all new stuff. So. We talked about like where it came from, you know, how your subconscious plays into that, how it affects us, and then so it's it's one thing to become aware of new concepts, but then to really prove it as a fact is all you have to do is take that concept and then start to look at your life, start to apply it and evaluate like how your past kind of played out, how that internal thought kind of made all those kind of puzzle pieces come together and then once you realize that yes this is a fact then you can start to apply it you can start to see like well this is this happens so this is where uh, my thought process is going to go and this is how that's going to play out so just like the the word realization emphasizes awareness once you can start to learn these new concepts and you can start to see these patterns, you can use that and apply it to how you react to things, how things play out in the future. And then you can start to be kind of aware of these things as soon as they show up instead of just letting that internal thought kind of rule your life, so to speak. Very good. Appreciate that, Jody. Just like you were saying, Jody, you know, most people go through their whole life and don't even realize there's a different possibility to look at things and become aware of things that they assume there isn't any other uh, realization other than the life that they've lived. And I uh, really appreciate the uh, input on the realization of it tonight, Jody. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Debbie. How does the realization of it apply to your life in the beginning and now? Well, I think in the very beginning, I had no awareness. And so um, I think my life was just going along fine, you know. And once I became aware of my it and, and what my internal thoughts were saying, it's been interesting to see how it plays out because I'm starting to see the patterns um, of where I'm stopped for things. 
A couple of weeks ago on the podcast, I talked about a big project I was working on buying our family farm back, and I've been great guns about that whole thing. Um, But recently, over the last week, I've also started to see where my it is jumping in and going, oh, my gosh, what were you thinking, you know? And I'm start, I was starting to get scared, you know, and, and that fear, um, that's just my it talking, you know, trying to convince me that it's not a good idea or, or you know, that I can't take on such a project. One of the things that I've loved about learning about my it was I've always felt like I was meant for something big, but I never felt like I could I could actually attain that. And now, you know, I, I realize that I am made for something really great, but at the same time, it's not that I won't get scared. It's that I can choose, and I think we've talked before about the power of choice, I get to choose whether I'm going to let that stop me or whether I'm just going to say, okay, you know, that's your thought, not not mine, um, and keep going. Very good. You don't mind you don't mind me uh, talking about that two-letter word, it versus did, do you? <laughs> You're never going to let me live that down. I can see that. That'd be uh I've known Debbie for about seven years now, and uh, the first five, five and a half years, she uh, always tried to approach her with the Discover It method, and she always, I finally found out uh, this past year that uh, she was confusing it, I-D, with it. You want to tell us a little bit about that, Debbie? Well, um I always thought you were talking about my id, and for if anybody's taken any kind of psychology courses, your id is the child inside you. And I kept thinking, I'm an adult. Why would I want to talk about the child inside me? Um, so I continually kept brushing you off for um, any kind of coaching because because I thought you just wanted to talk about my childhood and or the or rather the child inside me and I didn't want to talk about that you know what I've learned since then once I opened myself up to it you know and and the reason I opened myself up to it was because nothing else was working I've tried everything and uh um and I'm repeating the same patterns over and over and over again and I didn't want that to continue to happen so um, I think when I originally w- opened myself up to you, I was like, you know, I have no other choice, so might as well do this. And it's been amazing the impact that it's made on me, you know, just being able to distinguish what my it is, my internal thoughts are the things that are stopping me. I was blaming everything else, you know, blaming the market, blaming my parents, blaming my siblings, my bosses, my jobs. I I was blaming everything outside of me, but it was really me, the inside of me, and, um, and my internal thoughts that was, as I've said in the past, I was my own worst enemy. 
Yeah, most most of the time, words are so important that uh, they don't we don't realize as individuals that misbelief words that are mistaken for something else it tries to camouflage and take these misunderstand misunderstood words and confuses. And this is a perfect example of how it uh, helps to sabotage us from progressing and getting on a journey of self-discovery. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that, uh, Debbie. Thanks. No problem. Carlson, how does the realization of it apply to you, my man? Um, so when I first realized, well, well, when you first exposed me to it, I was kind of like skeptical because I had really bad trust issues and, and my it would always just have me automatically not trust anybody or be open to anybody. But as time went on, I was able to become more consciously aware of myself and my surroundings to the point where where I didn't even know that that, that like being like like super close to, to reality, like how I am now, is even humanly possible. Especially for me as well, because I was always just super negative, and I never really just just took a step back and and just looked at at what choices could could change my life and impact it in a good way or in a bad way. And as time went on, I was also able to realize that, that I need to change myself for the people around me, but also mainly for myself as well, or else I'm, or or else my it is is going to terminate me if I don't take it seriously. Because for for half of my journey in self discovery, I was taking it haphazardly, and due to that, I was I, I was still smoking pot and and vaping and and just constantly numbing my brain and and not fully being in reality due to that. But once I I was able to just like take a step back and just realize what I was doing, I was able to see like what my actions were doing around others because every action has a reaction and the reactions were mainly just negative reactions with other people. So that's mainly how I've had it apply to my life. Very good, Carlson. Carlson's one of our youngest uh, participants. When we first uh, came in contact with him, he was like 17 years, 10 months. And for the past 10 months, or nine months, he's been with us uh, and progressively growing daily on this journey of self-discovery that he's on. We really appreciate your participation and you being here with us, uh, Carlson. You're welcome, Paul. Uh, Emily, you online? Yeah, I'm here. The, the same question. How does the, the realization of this apply to in the beginning and afterwards? Well, I guess in the beginning, um, like others have said, when you don't know anything about it, your internal thoughts, 
um, I just thought my life is just what it is. I guess I'm the product of my environment of what I grew up in and, you know, drinking family, fighting family, um, doing things that, you know, not supposed to be doing, not the right things, whatever. So I just thought that that's just who I am and um, who I, maybe how I raised my own children. And then just here a few weeks ago, maybe, I don't know, maybe month, two months ago, when I started talking to you and realizing what it is, you know, my internal thoughts that dictate to me uh, how I'm really kind of, I wouldn't say reliving the past, but my life is dictated by the uh, the the past uh, conditioning that had been done over and over again without realizing that un- un- unwittingly what was done to me, how I have now maybe unwittingly uh, did some damage to my own children. And if if this doesn't stop, this cycle doesn't stop, if I don't stop listening to it and let it take care of me, I mean, I mean take over me, that um, it's just still going to be the same. Nothing's going to change if I don't overcome consciously um, stop listening to it and make my own conscious decisions and make better choices in life, um, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change until you make a choice, right? Right. But just like the realization of it, you've got to be aware of something in order to change anything, make a choice. We really appreciate your input tonight. Uh, Thanks a lot. Uh, Thank you. Ray, you on the line, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. How does the realization of it apply to you in the past nine years before and after you got on the journey? Well, pretty much the same same thing everyone else is saying, that, you know, you can't fight a battle that you're not aware of. Um, So... For the past nine years, I've been tackling different issues that I was not initially aware of, things that were outside of my field of vision or this katoma that I was blinded by, you know, and it, it just it helps me to identify challenges or trouble areas, things that I struggle with, because until you identify it, you just go around in circles trying to attack something without knowing where it's at, like having a blindfold on, trying to attack the enemy. So for me, uh, that's the biggest area it's helped me is to be able to actually target the challenges in my life in a, in a more clear way so that I'm not just swinging in the dark, you know. And uh, I've experienced that for many years prior to um, this philosophy, and that was the, the gist of it is, you know, frustration and anger towards the world, towards my situation, you know, towards what I thought was destiny. You know, it's just the way things turned out or just the way life is. But being able to look at with more clarity the source of the issue, it it gave me also a uh, perspective or an outlook that challenges are just 
it's like a puzzle, you know, or a, a game to identify what's going on and then to unwind or to untie that tangled mess. It's just a, a process that needs to be followed through. It's not whenever you're blindfolded, it can leave you hopeless and feeling that there's no way out, you know, and that you're just destined to go through these things no matter what you do. Um, and to look at it and to accept it, it's a force in your life, kind of like a uh, the great, equalizer you know that as you try to progress it, it's there to bring you back to where you came from and it's built into the way that things work in order to make progression what it is it's like a challenge that makes you stronger that without that challenge you wouldn't get stronger you know that to get stronger without working would defeat the purpose of everything and and in reality as we know it. So if there was another reality out there where everyone was just given everything that they were to work for, we don't even know what that, that reality would be like. But I do know that this one, that's how it works. You know, we have these challenges. We have these forces. It's just like gravity. Uh, I never compared it to that before, but if you think about it, where would we be without gravity that holds everything together? So everything as we know it, is here on the earth in uh, physical relation to us by proximity, by distance. Uh, everything as we know it in its physical form is held together in some way by gravity that without which, you know, without that gravity, uh, you could almost imagine everything, all particles just splitting and separating and dissipating. You know, maybe everything would just vanish. And I think it's the same way with a force that holds our spirit, in a sense, you know, it holds it down, I guess you could say, just like gravity holds things down, but it also holds it close. So gravity holds things close to us. and hold, it, it really uh, presents reality as we know it in the form that we are used to experiencing this reality. And I think the same way with challenge. You know, it, it holds things close to us so that we can develop kind of like in a little em embryo, you know, or a bubble that we exist in. It, it, it's a force. It's like, a, you know, we're the diamond, and it and other factors are a force that creates that pressure on us that turns us into the diamond, you know, and I think these are forces that we could, it would like us to argue with, you know. It would want us to say, well, why does it have to be that way? You know, what if we... Too bad we have to go through any struggle. Why couldn't it all be easy? But all that does is prevents us from succeeding at, at overcome, you know, overcoming the challenge. So if, that, if that's its main objective is to prevent us from overcoming the challenge, then we can see how taking on that mentality, it serves its purpose. And a lot of times we can... I've always been good at, you know, arguing these points very logically and I've come up with a lot of valid points and not realizing uh, initially that all I was doing was handicapping myself, preventing myself from being able to look at the challenge and, directly and to do something about overcoming that challenge is what it all boils down to, really. 
You know, if we're not able to look at the challenge and then do something about it so that we can proceed and progress, then what are we really accomplishing? And what are we proving? Because that's what we'll do. Well, why does it have to be this way anyways? And this, you know, life, if it's got to be this hard, then I don't want nothing to do with it and all this stuff. You know, so uh, well, ultimately all, all, we do, all we're doing is speeding up our death, you know, and even in spirit we die a lot of times before we physically do, and it doesn't have to be that way. And so, you know, the biggest key, I think, when discovering it and looking at that that philosophy is bringing clarity to it all because otherwise you're just in a cloud of smoke, you know, a cloud of confusion trying to figure out where, where the uh, string starts and where it ends, you know, but if you're able to look at it a little bit more clearly – see where these issues are stemming from, you can begin to detangle that mess. And as you do, you experience breakthroughs. You, you really do experience freedom, even if it's one bite at a time. And it, it very much is, you know, one bite at a time. But I assure you that it does come, come out in the end. You know, it, um, as you progress through that, that path, there's milestones and breaking you know breakthroughs where you do realize that this stuff is working you know it's 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 getting you farther along in your path of evolution development progress towards your accomplishments but you just gotta eat that elephant one bite at a time as they say just like you said uh the discovery method is a great equalizer uh, in life if you apply it, you know, working out things in life and understanding life in itself. Because when when you are not aware of it, you think that's all there is. But uh, thank goodness for the uh, discovery method we have here so it uh, can work for us rather than against us. In most cases, most, most individuals don't have it working for them. Well, thank, thank each and every one of you. Is there anything that uh, any, anyone wants to ask online that, uh, before we get off tonight? Very good, guys. We will uh, see you next Thursday night, 730. Uh, call, uh, the conference call 515-604-9530 and put your access code 655-145. We will see each and every one of you next week. 7.30. Thank you very much. Bye, guys.